Use Javi listened. Okay, I know you've been a little bit hesitant as we all have because of the Clasco loss, the Inter loss. We've been talking a bit about could Javi be stubborn? Was that the case at El Sad? Is he going to be rigid and, and, and just trying to force one way of play and a certain you know preferred player base through even through these bad times? But he listened today. Okay, we got Frankie De Jong as that CDM instead of Busquets today, and it was a, a performance I think we all applauded. And then up front we saw the big change, right? Which is where, as we've said in the last few weeks, uh, Dembele and Rafinha aren't working together. Even Dembele and Rafinha on their own are having a hard time. We saw, you know, Anzu and Ferran Torres up front with Lewandowski and a little bit of a lackluster second half that got, you know, more quiet as Busquets came on and then, you know, we made some other changes to the team. But 3-0, a big 15 minutes going into that halftime. Lewandowski with two, Fati with one, Ferran Torres on a roll after his, you know, Clasco goal first goal in La Liga since the last Clasico. He seems to have picked up some uh, some confidence use. So let me hear your thoughts. I mean, you got to be happy, right? Yeah. So, I mean, there's quite a few things to unpack here. I mean, overall, like you said, the, the second half wasn't much to speak about, but I think I'm really happy with the fact that Javi has decided to, you know, utilize these different players. Although we have to take into account that we have two important games coming up. One against our uh, athletic... Big Ernie. Yeah, Big Ernie and Athletic Bilbao. Um, And then we have the Bayern game this coming Tuesday, I believe. So it is smart for him. And we've been saying this. We need to rotate players, rest players. And having Fatih start, his first start in a while, I'm happy about that get his rusty legs going, and Ferran Torres, like you said, he now has two consecutive games played. But you, dude, uh-huh. this, th- I don't think this is just a, a rotation thing. No, no, no. I but mean, I, I, I have uh-huh. to think this is going to be the starting 11, right? I, I don't know how Xavi could see... I mean, and again, uh, Villarreal are a top 10 team in La Liga, but didn't play that well today. Unai Emery uh-huh. had them set up in a, 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 a bad way. They had a few counters early that you know could have changed the course of the game, but they didn't. Wait, wait, but wait. But this has to Explain be what Xavi's looking at for... What's mm-hmm. your, what do you mean by starting 11? The, the, this lineup today is our starting to 11 permanently for the future? I think he goes to Bayern Munich, not permanently, okay. but I think he goes to Bayern Munich with this 11, except probably switching out uh, Alonso for Eric Garcia. Okay. What you don't think so? You think this is a flash in the pan one-time thing? No, I don't think it's a one-time thing, but I do want to, uh, you know, you have to consider that Ferran Torres doesn't normally play on that right side. Now, Dembele, you're telling me Dembele is not going to play For the us, starting yeah. 11 against uh, Bayern Munich. That would be interesting to me, and it, I, I would not really expect Javi to make that decision. But I also think that, you know, having Ferran Torres up there uh, on the right side was nice in this game, but... As you just said, Villarreal is a team that did not perform very well, even though they kicked our butts at the Camp Nou that we saw live 2-0 last season at the very end. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, can the, the question to me is, can these players that we saw today keep up the performance against bigger squads, right? Bayern Munich is going to be a test there. Now we also have to consider the midfield, right? We didn't have Busquets. We had Frankie de Jong, which I want to say performed very well in today's game. But again, can we can that midfield, Frankie, uh, Pedri, Gavi, keep up that intensity and control, which we saw today, um, in a game against a bigger team? And does that also provide, is that the reason those wingers, Fatih, Farron, did so well today? You know, so like... Because we had a midfield? I mean, I yeah. don't know. I think you're coming on a, a good point here, which is that part of the hesitation, right? Because today you go on Twitter, you go on social media... 
Frankie de Jong as the pivot. It's a revelation, right? <laughs> Yesterday you go on to it and you'll see, I hate Frankie. Frankie <laughs> sucks. He can't be the pivot, right? And so that's just the unfortunately the nature of uh, sports fandom nowadays on social media. But Frankie does have an issue so far playing as the pivot is that he tends to dribble the ball from deep, which he did very well in this game. And he can sometimes put himself in positions where if he loses the ball, you know, we're susceptible to a goal. Mm -hmm. I think that's what happened against uh, either Rio or L'Oreal early on in the season. But he needs some time to perform in that role, right? And that's sure. kind of what uh, what we need to experiment with. So do I think, you know, Frankie's going to come in and perform every game as a master, replacing Busquets, give us, you know, offensive and defensive output that we need? No, I don't. He, he's got to get used to it. Uh, and then, you know, next summer we're going to have to have the whole debate of whether or not you can pay him as much as we're going to pay him to be, you know, the pivot and someone who's still learning on the job at that specific position. But... Uh, the the signs were good, man. I'm just very happy that Javi made a reaction. No, because yeah. even you have talked about for years, and it's not just Javi, Komen, Valverde. There's been too much of a marriage to a certain starting eleven, you know. Yeah, and uh, that just makes us predictable. It, it gives us, um, it just lets the opponent just fully plan for what we're going to put out there. And at least now we're seeing some changes. You know, you bring up a good point. Will Ferran Torres start? I don't know. I don't know. Right. Um, uh, against Bayern Munich, I think Dembu's still offers more, but Dembele's had a rough time, mm -hmm. right? He's not been good ever since the international break, basically. Rafinha has been even worse, and I think that they need a little bit uh, to be put in their place, right? Hopefully none of them pull a Ronaldo and just leave the field early as uh, <laughs> is going all around uh, social media right now. But, you know, there's a few other interesting parts I want to unpack, right? I think one thing that has to be said Kunde is just so good, mm -hmm. right? He is just so solid on almost every aspect of being a center back, whether it's defensive, whether it's his ability to make passes and get the ball going forward. Um, you know, he I think he made a last second save uh, in the game when uh, Alonso had made a mistake. Don't want to see Alonso too much <laughs> as our starting center back. But no. like you said, we have to rotate in these lesser games. Yeah. You know, one of the other aspects that's going to make some people pissed off, Hughes. I'm listening. I mean, Jordi Alba offers a lot going forward, <laughs> right? Uh -huh. Like, as much as he's a big liability in, in tight games and how he's had all of these different... He's crying in, the, crying in the locker room at Anfield. He's having, you know, a lot of bad games. I mean, when we put him out there, I feel like he really does provide an offensive outlet that Balde can't and Alonso definitely can't. And it does make you wonder a little bit, you know, in uh, the last few big games we've had, if we should have started Jordi Alba, right? And, uh, yeah. you know, I think our friend Jaleel, the purist, has talked about how there is a certain... Uh, comfortability and dynamism when you see kind of Jordi Alba and then you know Ferran Torres or Fati and then Pedri on that side playing together and and I think Jordi Alba on that first goal right he gets a beautiful pass he makes a run right on side gets the pass from Pedri and then crosses it in and lets Lewandowski score and so you know that's uh that's up for debate I mean how do you feel about it like do you think Jordi Alba offers enough offensively to overcome the problems he's you know well known for or do you think Balde is the guy we should be starting all the time I honestly am very torn on this um because we've had so many discussions about Jordi Alba in the position and how how many times have we seen him get burned uh, in a, uh, or against a team who is very much more offensively aggressive, uh, much faster, mm -hmm. much more uh, 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 accurate in their passing? You know, all these aspects. We've seen him get burned and we've seen him kind of fall off during the, the game and not keep so much intensity. Now, the other uh, point in the bad side of Jordi Alba is that or having having him being played consistently and, and in big games is we don't give Balde that opportunity to grow and, you know, make his mistakes and get better in his position because Jordi Alba's not going to be here for too much longer. So that's all the negative. 
Um, actually, one more thing. Uh, the the, de- the defense in Barca's game today was really not uh, that important, right? We were much more offensively minds- minded because we had 70% of the possession. We were able to create a lot more and push the ball forward. Now, mm-hmm. uh, the negatives on or the positives for Jordi Alba what are that uh he's much more or he's much better at crossing the ball which is great service to Lewandowski he has better connections with that uh mid left side the midfield left side so like Pedri and stuff so and as you said that goal today to um Lewandowski and he I think he just has uh much more experience so those are all great things, but at the end of the day, if we're going to be playing Jordi Alba in these bigger games, we just I think we're just going to lose that uh, growth in Balde and maybe even Alonso if we end up playing him in La Liga at all because we've only seen him in the Champions League or in La Liga as a center back. So it's, 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 I think in the long run, playing Jordi Alba is not the best. But in short term, if he can put out a good effort and win us, win us a La Liga title, you know, that's great. But I, I'm looking a little bit lo- more long term, so I would s- as we have to, right? Yeah. Because we're in a bad spot, <laughs> you know. Like yeah. we're we're very happy now that this game went well, but you know we got a tough game against Big Ol' Ernie coming up uh, this weekend, and then like you said, we have Bayern Munich next week. There's an interesting dynamic where I believe Inter and Pleasant are going to play earlier in the morning, and so we'll already mm-hmm. know actually by the time we play Bayern Munich, whether or not we're out or if we still have a, <laughs> oh, you know, a fighting chance to go in. Yeah, I know. Uh, I, I think other things you have to cover, right? We've spoken a bit about Ferran Torres already. Anzu Fati, you know, got to start in this game. Uh, we've been talking about for a while, like, is Fati still hurt or why is Javi not starting him? Well, he got a lot of time. He was subbed out early, but he, uh, of course, scored the goal off of a great Ferran Torres run to make it 3-0 just before halftime. He's looking a little bit selfish, to be honest, with some of his uh, his balls uh, when he's, like, you know, getting shots in when I think he could pass it. But overall, it's very, very, uh, you know, comforting to see Anzu Fati get back to his old form in in a little bit of ways, right? He's still not there in that dy- dynamic forward who can score, you know, at least once a game. But he's he's shown improvement, which is all we need to see. Hoping he'll gain confidence going into the World Cup. Yeah, and my final point that I want to mention is Lewandowski just constantly is a goal scoring machine. I just he doesn't he doesn't always have to have service in the box, but when he does, it's pretty nice because it's. A high percentage chance that the man is going to score but as we saw today on the second goal he was able to uh, find that open space at the top mm. left side of the box and just score that curler in and i hope to see more of that right villarreal defense wasn't so great there to cover him and shut him down but you know you take advantage and i think inter milan had a, a similar goal against us um and you know, it, the capability is there. It's just someone that we can rely on constantly. Even when he's quiet, he's p- putting in a defensive workload. I know we did say kind that. Kind of. I mean, it does. I don't it, know if I totally buy that. He, I think he's an interesting player because, you know, when Lewandowski is given service, he's going to score, right? Mm-hmm. The only time he didn't was that unfortunate Bayern Munich game <laughs> where we really needed him to score. Uh-huh. Uh, but when he's not given the ball and not given service, then, you know, he, he can't really score that often. And even though we have been and saying this since the preseason, like the part of Lewandowski's game that we appreciate the most is his link-up play, his ability to come back and play one-twos with, you know, Pedri and, and Fati. Um, but, 
yeah, he's just he's just world class, right? He's mm-hmm. just able to find the back of the net. We just need to figure out against these bigger teams in La Liga or in you know the Champions League or the Europa League uh, <laughs> how to get it. him the ball, <laughs> how to get him the ball when people have five men you know sitting back. And yeah. I think Frankie De Jong, the midfield is going to really help that. I believe you know without having that. That fear that Busi's not going to be able to foul Tony Cruz like in the uh, Clasico, or that that Busquets is going to, you know, uh, be a liability with having Frankie there. Hopefully, that'll give us a little bit more confidence going forward, and um, you know, we'll we'll see success and we'll see ourselves able to get Lewandowski the ball in big matches. I think on my end, the only negative I have to say about this game, we really need to get Pedri some rest, mm-hmm. right? Uh, the subs putting in Busi for Frankie, and then you know I don't think we got uh, Pablo Torre anytime. We still haven't given him time this season. We didn't see Kessier come in, uh, so that's my main complaint about the game because I, you know we we need Pedri against Bayern Munich, and we probably need him against uh, Bilbao, who have been having a, a good season, slow down a little bit, but still a top ten La Liga team. So. Yeah, use. I mean, Javi, he he listened, right? And that's all I want to see. I think the big thing that we were really upset with Komen as his reign came to an end is we were upset to see progress stall, right? Mm -hmm. We're okay being in a rebuild, losing the greatest player of all time, Copa America champion Lionel Messi. We're okay after that, understanding that, hey, we're going to be rebuilding. We got a lot of very young players. We need to slowly get improvement. And I, we hated Komen when he wasn't improving. And then this season, the last few games, it's been a little bit too much of like this October from hell really being from hell. And so seeing Xavi take a stark move, try out a different midfield and a front three, uh, hopefully we'll get more and more of that improvement over time. Well, we don't have much time to find out. It's already October 20th, so this this October from Hell is going to end real shortly. And then we go into the um, international break for the World Cup. So, you know, I just... Let's go, Messi. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I just hope we can uh, finish this last two, three weeks out strong, able to stay at the top of the table there, keeping it up with Real Madrid because obviously they've beaten us. So, And they just beat Elche very easily. Um, I don't mm-hmm. know if we're going to be able to recover that first place spot before this uh, international break. But let's hear it for Javi for actually listening to the Barca breakdown, watching our videos, of course, and keeping it real with yeah, the Rio victory. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Smash right. that subscribe <laughs> button. Thank you all so much. Have a nice week. We'll see you when Uncle... Don Ernie comes back. (laughs) Thanks, guys.